Welcome back once again to Bottom Line IT on the Michigan Business Network. Mike Maddox, your host, recording from ASK North, a.k.a. my cottage in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. So glad you're with us. If you hear sounds in the background, it's because my family's here. And sometimes in a remote work environment, that happens. But we're going to roll with it anyway. I've got an awesome guest on the program, a good friend, a longtime client of ASK, Randy Beckhorn, the director of IT at RSI. Randy, thanks again for being with me today. Hey, thanks again, Mike. No problem, man. It's uh, so in the first segment, we we set this up talking about how RSI, you know, enormously fast growth over the years, business model that's reliant on technology, this incredibly powerful software that's been used and is used by clients all over the country. And you needed an infrastructure to support that as you've gotten bigger and bigger. And you made the decision to move to Microsoft Azure in the cloud. And you talked about how that gives you kind of capacity on demand, flexibility to increase capacity, start new servers, do test servers, all those kinds of things. You know, it's a different way of buying infrastructure though, right? And, you know, they it takes it from the old model of what was a capital acquisition. You go out and you buy a bunch of hardware and you pay your your price for it and you amortize it over time to paying by the month. Did that take an adjustment with the organization? Was that something you had to get people used to? Yeah, definitely, definitely was. I know when I was posing it to the ownership of our company, the the idea that we would want to do that someday, I knew it would be kind of take a, quite a bit to convince them, you know, um, when you buy and refresh hardware with to get the performance that we need out of our software, you know we're we're talking like half a million dollars to get to get the proper equipment that has the speed that can push out so many reports and get get the performance that rail logistics, which is pretty complex data, uh, provides. Um, so to get the performance and and keep performance up, you know it's a pretty large expenditure. Uh, Initially, and so with Azure, you know, it's we, it's also a, a, a equally large expenditure over time. But you know, it's we can choose to kind of tweak things as we go, um, and then, like I said, start off with with a kind of a a different level of uh, hardware services, and then grow it as we need it type of thing. And whereas we, you have a tendency to over over like build and overspend initially when you're buying hardware just because you know you're going to grow and and over time you know your performance is going to is going to probably go down as as you as you have more customers using it so with with azure you kind of you don't have to kind of overspend initially you kind of spend as you need right and that's kind of what we're looking at there yeah, the, the in, in our industry they call it utility computing it's like buying your electricity or water um, you, you know, you pay for what you need, which is a different model. It's a different mindset. Over time, there's ROI there just because of the reasons that you pointed out. You're not dealing with uh, inadequate hardware, uh, you know, underperforming servers, uh, you know, servers degrade, you know, they're, they're, they're machines. So over time, they, you know, they work themselves. I always say IT equipment always does one thing. It works itself towards destruction over time. Uh, in the cloud, you don't have that problem because you're on the latest and the greatest and you can move things around. And that's that's um, really beneficial for a business. But moving for, to a cloud environment is not a simple task, right? I mean, you, you ran into some pitfalls during this, I would imagine. Can you share some of those with us? Yeah. Um, 
We basically have been planning to move to, to Azure for a while, and we finally kind of made a commitment to do so like last November. And uh, so it took a while to convince everybody that that's going to happen and, and making sure all the services that we have are, are ready and uh, tested. So it ended up taking us probably about six months till we actually made uh, made the complete move. And uh, the move to Azure is is kind of it's not really a move per se. It's it's actually kind of a disaster recovery uh, test simulation. So basically, what happens in the background is all your environment and services are kind of replicated. So you, you're having a system that's running normally in production and during that process it's also replicating in azure and mm -hmm. at, at the point of migration you kind of uh decide that it's basically a disaster recovery has occurred in your actual physical environment and then you, you push the button and it, things kind of switch over to azure it's right not as simple as i'm saying of course but uh but we had but you plan for it that way that's the important part is that that's the way that you implement it is as if you were setting up a disaster recovery environment and then you switch over and yeah. measure performance. And, um, you know, and, and I think the key point I take away from that is it takes a lot of planning. It's not, um, a, you know, just, you know, set up these, these, uh, parameters, push a few buttons, boom, you're in Azure. And I think people have maybe the misconception that it's as simple as that. It does take a lot of planning. It takes some expertise. You certainly had an in-house expertise and then we had expertise alongside you. And, um, you know, you, you go through it as a very uh, regimented process. Um, but once you get there, uh, you, the benefits start to kick in. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that, definitely. We, awesome. we did a lot of planning and, and set up a lot of plans to test things that before we did a full switch over. And uh, like, so, like you mentioned, some of the pitfalls, we, we, had, we actually had planned to go to Azure in March. And... Uh, John from ASK was was awesome. This uh, helped us on that day to to migrate, and uh, we ended up getting like ninety percent of the way complete to to a migration. And uh, we ended up doing some testing, and we found that we had some like minor business to business FTP issues where a partner couldn't send some files, some important files to us. Uh, so we had to uh, we had to roll back and. Uh, yeah, that's just part of good planning. I mean, that's that's what you're talking about with, you know, you got to have plans for a stop in the process and, and rollback. And and that's, but that takes, that reinforces the point that planning's critical. We're just about out of time. So I do want to make sure that we get this in. If folks are, you know, in need of logistics in the rail industry and they need to get a hold of RSI or would like to learn more about the company, what's the website, Randy? Sure, it's www.rsilogistics.com. RSILogistics.com. And Randy, thanks again for being on. Uh, he is Randy Beckhorn, the director of IT at RSI Logistics. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, man. We are going to be back next week. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to Bottom Line IT on the Michigan Business Network. <laughs>